0: I said, "What are you talking about?" He said, "Oh, it's been translated into German." He said, "It's being published by a Pentecostal publisher." Uh, we've we've translated it in Switzerland into German, and it's being published in German. I knew nothing about it. I don't know if Kingsway knew anything about it. <laughs> but, uh, it's, it's it's very very exciting uh, to know that it's happening. And um, next week I go to a conference in. Uh, called Forward Together, where some 80 uh, leaders are together, and it is a unique conference. It's, there's not been one like it before, gathering so called house church leaders and folk in the charismatic move in leadership together with missions people. And uh, a very key conference that happens this week, and value your prayers for it starting. Uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Um, a guy called Ross Patterson has been involved in arranging it. He's the fellow with the China uh, burden. He's got this tremendous ministry into China. He's the one who's considering whether the book uh, about the Lord's Prayer should be translated and go into China. So we'll be uh, speaking to him about that. And suddenly you just find amazing things uh, opening up. He has asked if I would go with the a party to China next year, and uh, I don't know whether one is meant to or not. I don't know. We're just asking God about it. But so uh, recently, Nigel had a fellow in his room upstairs who said he was from uh, Manila, and he said, "Does Terry ever come out to the Far East?" And Nigel was just chatting. He said, "If he came, I could gather leaders from all over the Philippines to a conference in Manila." And he said, if ever he goes to Hong Kong or anything like that. Uh, and Nigel said, well, I, he knew I was busy. He said, if Terry's meant to get involved in this, or just let him come into the office. I don't want to interrupt him. Uh, he prayed that just before I walked into his office. <laughs> and this guy said, if you're coming out. Now, it's possible. It's possible. But it's not. You know, We need to know from God. Really do. But God spoke to us in prophecy and said, you must be open to going to the ends of the earth with what I'm doing. And it's, it's, it's part of what I'm doing here, a, a house for the nations. It's a house for the nations. We've got to build the house and go to the nations. We've got to keep it consistent and keep it good. I'd just like to draw the evening to a close by talking about some of the things we want to uh, bring into our own prayer burden. I've never seen a church so transformed as the church at Bracknell. Sorry if I keep talking about this to you. I don't want to bore you, but I have been impressed with how Larry Tomzak says a thing and then says it again and then says it another time and then three more times and and then you begin to hear it more. Uh, But I was at Bracknell again this morning and uh, I am just amazed at the transformation that's taken place in that church from what was a church that was sluggish, to a church that is dynamic and so on the front foot, so moving on, and uh, so encouraging to see churches so coming alive. And it's down to, I believe, uh, at least in large measure, the impact that Yong-Yi Cho's church had on uh, Malcolm Kay's when he visited there. Some of you who are house group leaders here tonight have heard... Uh, Malcolm, as he came and spoke to us not so very long ago. Uh, we're going to get him to come and uh, visit us again early in the new year for the whole church to hear him. He was at Christ Church recently, and the church would say they've been transformed in their prayer life since his visit. Uh, he's in, he just told me this morning he's been to Heathfield recently, he's been to Crawley recently. He said the, the, the breakthrough of the spirit of prayer on the church at Crawley was just so exciting. Um, God is just touching people and when one thinks of a church like Yonggi Cho's it's right out the back of beyond and it's a voice to the nations and God can do that, he can bless a church and make it a voice to the nations and we want to rise to the challenge of prayer but I want to say it's not just that they're praying there is a sense of expectation that is very exciting I know we feel it, but what's so thrilling to me is to see the transformation of the church, which was hard work. Uh, when Ben first made, asked me to go up there, it was very hard work, and uh, hardly anybody was even raising their hands in worship. You know, it was, uh, it was very slow moving, but it's just so radically changed. I took Wendy with me this morning. Uh, I think it's the first time you've seen it, darling, since it's changed. I don't know if you uh, would comment on that at all. <laughs> I just think it's just seeing how God uh, changes a thing. And I want to encourage you uh, that we might rise more and more to being on our toes, to being more and more prayerful. I noticed while Ben's preaching, lots of people, Amen, yes, mmm. Uh, it's like that at the Dales Bible Week. We're a bit reserved in the South. But I was just amazed to see the change and the, the stirring that's coming. And I want to exhort and encourage that we might be more and more in prayer. What happened when uh, ben came, uh, when Malcolm came back from uh, Korea was that they had a week of prayer as a church. Now, they had it every morning from 5 till 7 a.m. Now, it's gone very quiet. And uh, <laughs> we thought we'd like to have a week of prayer. But we thought we'd go for the evenings. (laughs) But they uh, had a week of... They'd say as a church, they kind of had a baptism of prayer. And God just came upon them in those prayer meetings, out of which many individuals would say their prayer life was transformed, not just in meetings, but privately. We're going to start the new year with a week of prayer in the evenings, the first full week in the new year will be a week of prayer, Monday to Friday. Uh, We also want to introduce a new prayer meeting so that we have a weekly church prayer meeting. But instead of making it every uh, Sunday night, we want to introduce alternate Saturday morning prayer times. We are going to have prayer meetings down here for one hour On alternate Saturday mornings, running from 8 until 9 a.m., on Saturday mornings, 8 till 9 a.m., alternating with our present Sunday night prayer meetings, so that we can be constantly calling on God for what He wants to do in the nation. There is evidently a sense of breakthrough, it's being talked about quite widely. You may or may not know that at the Wales Bible Week, Bryn Jones shared with the whole company his plans for this next year and the future. You may or may not know that that team base is moving from Bradford to the Midlands. He talked about all their plans of planting churches and uh, of folk being on the move for the gospel's sake. When he had finished, Outlining his strategy, the Spirit of God fell on the platform party, and uh, Bryn and Kerry both fell over. Uh, The rest were looking on at first, and uh, it was quite funny because, as I heard from one of the brothers, he said, it was all the more extraordinary because we didn't believe in that kind of thing. (laughs) I can imagine lying on your back saying, but I don't believe in this. But they, in all honesty, have not been all that open to that particular kind of manifestation. And God powerfully came upon them uh, that night. For about 20 minutes, they were just laid out on the platform. Apparently, thousands of people sang songs and waited for whatever was going to happen next. (laughs) I mean, what do you do? Um, It didn't overflow into the crowd that night. But all kinds of things have happened since. If you read the last copy of Restoration magazine, you read about how in their other get-togethers of elders and so on, there's been a coming of the Spirit upon people. Um, this last week we heard from Steve Walford. Steve around? Steve Walford's brother is with one of the churches uh, in that context. And he said that last week, or recent weeks, very, very recently... Uh, One of the brothers there was preaching on Jehu and the zeal of the Lord. And if you know the context of the story of Jehu, he says at the end, I'll show you my zeal for God, and if your heart is with me, give me your hand. That's abbreviating it. And as he was um, praying, he felt the Lord said to him, preach on zeal at the end of the meeting, offer to shake hands with any of those young men who come, and I will impart my zeal to them. And he had 40 young guys present. And uh, at the end, he said that, he said, God's told me this, and waited, no one moved. Uh, then one guy came forward, he shook his hand, the guy hit the deck. <laughs> he then had a queue of 39. <laughs> at, at the end, 40 people lying flat. He says, what do I do now, Lord? And the Lord said, prophesy over them. And he started prophesying over them. He said it was like waves of the Spirit moving on these young people. Uh, A similar story happened in the church, of Steve's brother's church, uh, and a real impartation of power. And he said in one of these churches, they have had, since the Bible weeks, nearly every outsider who has come to their meetings who is not saved has been saved. They were going through a bad patch in the spring. They dropped from 120 down to about 100 people. They had a hard time group had left, but God's really visited them. And they're saying, they're back up to about 150 now, and they're they're almost saying to their friends and neighbours and relatives, come to the meeting, because they just know if they get in there, they'll get saved. And there's such a sense of the moving of God. Now I could give you all sorts of stories that one has heard up and down the country. Even up in Lewis, the Isles of Lewis, one is hearing God is moving again, powerfully, by the Spirit. God's on the move. And really, that's why we need uh, to encourage one another. Let's lay hold of God. It says in Zechariah 10, verse 1 in the t- Ask of the Lord reign, in the time of the latter rain. When God is showing that he's willing to move, let's lay hold of him. I do thank God for the, the sense of prayer burden that's with us. Thank God for recent prayer times. There's been such a calling on God. It's so encouraging to to f- know that we're feeling it together. I just say, let's, let's go with it with all our heart. Let's lay hold of God. Let's believe that God is full of compassion for the people in these towns and across the nation. God has an answer to our nation's sickness, and it's the church of God. That's his answer, and we need to give ourselves to fervent prayer. So let's move toward that. We, we're so much, not wanting to crowd out our lifestyle. That's why we felt we didn't want to go for every Sunday night. Uh, These kind of evenings are useful. Other kind of get-togethers on Sunday nights are useful. That's why we didn't want to go for every Sunday night. Uh, We felt if we went for every Saturday morning, that's not helpful for everybody. And so if we can alternate it, uh, those alternate... You'll be getting a note of all the dates and so on. But we'll be starting in the new year. alternate Sunday nights and Saturday mornings for real crying to God that God will come upon us and stir us. In the house groups, we want to introduce in the new year, and it will vary somewhat between congregations because of the uh, pace at which different congregations are developing at the moment, but we want to introduce care groups and action groups. We feel that there will be great... Usefulness in having some gatherings that are in order not just to be together and care for one another, etc., but to promote activity such as healing teams, evangelism teams, the music side. There are meetings that could be very valuable to develop uh, specialist gifts and to encourage people to move into various gifts. There may well be other action based. Uh, groupings that we will add to that, but rather than just say right, you know, there's house group this night, now an action group another night, and then there's this, and then there's this, so that our days get so overwhelmingly full that we're no good to anybody. Um, what we're going to do is say right, the normal house group evening will be fortnightly, and in between we will introduce these action evenings. Now you'll get more detail. Uh, as we go into the new year, but that will tend to be the balance, so we don 't fill our weeks with meetings every night, but we will start introducing meetings for for worship, folk, musicians, and we 'll be introducing evenings for uh, folk who want to get more involved in evangelism, learning how to give your testimony, how to move out evangelistically, and also the healing team. We want to develop in those areas. Uh, I feel we need to be much more on our toes. At celebrations where we get folk often coming out for prayer for the sick, uh, some prayer for salvation. I would love us to feel we've got people we know exactly where we are, think we ought to have badges, counselor, and so on, so we know where we are when there's hundreds of people there and bags of potential. We need to get on top of that, and we need time to develop that counsel, training, getting secure in those various spheres. But as I say, we don't want to just fill our week with more and more meetings and get some of you keen folk out every night of the week which is hard work for you. Much better to build in some space, and uh, we'll work it that way. So those are the uh, fresh things that will be introduced uh, starting immediately in the new year. The week of prayer, the alternate Saturday-Sunday prayer meetings, and would we'll encourage you to get to that. Um, just there for that quick hour on a Saturday morning, we will keep very clear to the hour, 8 o'clock start 9 o'clock finish, zip, gone you've still got the whole day for your family uh, we won't let it drift after, we will stop it on the, da- on the dot, we will all lift our voices together on issues and uh, we'll get through a lot and we'll really go into the weekend full of faith Amen, I think that's all I need to mention, are there any other things you want to mention? Would you say it? The details.
1: Could I just say that um, on Wednesday I met with Roger Schofield, whom some of you all know. He was Bryn Jones's administrator for a number of years. But Roger has moved down to the icthus Fellowship, Roger Forces Fellowship, and has been instrumental in launching a new trust, a Christian trust, ...for AIDS victims. You'll all be familiar with the Terence Higgins Trust. What you may not be aware of is that it is totally gay. And the counsel and support given is from the gay section of the population. And is very supportive. One's got to commend them for the support they are giving. But we really felt concerned, or many people felt very concerned... ...that there was no strong Christian voice into this... ...and that the government was channeling a lot of money... ...through the Terence Higgins Trust... And so Roger has felt very clearly led, and I think God has clearly opened doors to confirm this, that he should establish a trust which will be independent of Ictus, although it will be covered by them, but it is not a part of Ichthus, Together with a man called Rob George, who is a consultant in the Middlesex Group of Hospitals, and who has just been given a substantial sum of money, both by the government and by charity, to establish a home hospice service for AIDS victims. Roger submitted the uh, proposal to the Department of Health only about three weeks ago, I think it was, and within 24 hours was invited to go to number 10. And he is going to number 10 tomorrow, tomorrow afternoon, hence my sharing it with you now, to meet with a think tank on AIDS, a group of six men, two of whom are committed Christians. And we really feel that this is God opening a very important door when he was just asking God to lead him as he knew he was leaving Brin's work but did not know where he was going God just showed him very clearly that he was going to open doors of real significance it wasn't just going to be a hole in the corner thing that he was going to put him into although he had no idea what it was even when he left Bradford he did not know what job he was going to he just knew he had to go to London he's been walking by faith just been following the leading of the spirit and we see this as a very real first significant step I just want to ask you to pray um Tomorrow afternoon, if you think of it, at 3.30, he's walking through the door of number 10 to meet with these men with the expectation that God is going to do something very significant. He is not going in with cast-iron plans. He's got a very thorough overall proposal, but he has not crossed all the T's and dotted all the I's quite deliberately. So he really wants to just give room, as it were, for the Holy Spirit to lead that meeting. He's looking for premises. He reckons in due course he's going to need a staff of probably 30-plus Terence Higgins has already got 60 plus full time people um, he needs money, he needs premises we believe it's of God will you just pray with us tomorrow as he goes and visits number 10 and just pray that you know, God will really swing it open, he'll find favour with those men right the way through to Maggie Thatcher who I really believe has created a climate in which something like this now can move and can be government funded in a very real way
0: just to mention that uh, in connection with Roger Forster that they are really getting very involved in political and social issues in London now really because it's forced upon them by uh, some of the extreme political stance in the inner city and Roger has even in this last year gone to the local council about homosexual issues and read out to a council meeting from Romans chapter one (laughs) And confronted them with God's values, and uh, because they are 1,200 people, when they they meet together uh, every Sunday night at the church there, Um, and they know that the political meetings get sort of 35 people and a dog along, but when Roger gathers his crowd, it's 1,200 of them every Sunday night, and it's having impact in that Lewisham area. They also were able to. uh, not ninety, uh, distribute 90,000 leaflets uh, door-to-door all over Lewisham as a church. They've just hit that region. And they're really getting through to people like Douglas Hurd, and they are going to meetings at Number 10 and at Westminster. Uh, keep praying for the nation. Uh, I was hearing things at the Charismatic Leaders Conference, such as I've never heard before. There is penetration is beginning to take place. Christians are getting through, and they're being heard and, and uh, uh, certainly uh, Douglas Hurd is a man who's saying uh, he's encouraging them and you may have heard this recent switch about the attitude to homosexuals some of the teaching in school that's been changed and I think that is down to the strong praying and action uh, of that group which Roger is leading in South London and I'm sure it's to do with prayers that are across the nation but it is an encouragement to us and to remember too what we said at Downs this year Uh, that I believe and I'm sure many of us believe that on that uh, Sunday trading bill that when we laid hold of God together across the nation we saw an amazing turnaround and I feel it's God indicating he's not finished with us as a nation, there's reason for hope and so what we do here don't let your mind get shut into something small, me and my little house group, we're in a big battle to turn a nation around and see thousands saved to see tens of thousands of aborted babies not being aborted, to see a a turning in in family life and the whole uh, gay and lesbian thing turn because righteousness begins to spring up. God says, I will cause righteousness and praise to spring up among all the nations. Now, we're to be a prophetic people who believe that, who live for that, who give our lives, our resources, our energies with big faith we can turn this nation... We can see it happen, and we can touch other nations for the glory of God. Hallelujah. Let's just pray as we close. Father, we thank you for our holy calling. We thank you, Lord, that you chose us before the foundation of the world. We thank you, Lord, that you've given us...